Hey guys. Hello. So, as usual, because this is a hobby, it's a hodgepodge of many things. Yeah. Nice little smorgasbord. I like how that word sounds. I don't know how to say it. Oh, okay. Fair. Um, we're doing a newish thing. <laughs> Not newish, new. It's new. And we're going to try out doing flake in a serialized manner. So that yes. means we'll pick series and we'll be doing these sorts of recap reviews every two episodes. My God. Yes, yes, yes. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, so we're going to do recaps every two episodes and that way this will go out weekly, right? Uh, the the nice plan short is... As well. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. We will see. Mm-hmm. Um, we will pick shows. More than likely, we're going to pick shows that are probably happening. Happening. Uh, happening. Oh my gosh. Um, fairly recently, right? Or have been released recently. Right. Uh, we have no qualms about going back, but of course, when that happens, you and we will we'll know. know. Yeah. So today we are doing like the night that's on Netflix. Um, it has. It's going to have three parts, yes. and each part is going to be. Eight episodes. Mm-hmm. So them say. I mean, will we be watching? Will we be? Re- Let me try it again. Will we? There we go. Be recording. Here we go. For all three seasons or all three parts, you and us will find, find out. out. So today we're doing episode one and two of part one. one. Yes. And a little bit about the show. It's set in 1988 Taipei. Uh, it happens in the red light district, following the hostesses in a Japanese themed night club club yeah, yeah. the hostesses i i think i think in 1988 you know what i mean by yeah hostesses. uh so yeah so we like like an hour ago finished the first yeah. two episodes oh, so, yeah. and so it starts out as usual can you correct me if i am wrong mm-hmm. it starts out okay it starts out hold on with a murder well it starts out with us following some hikers Going into For a, you. into a they don't come back into play and, and I think they it's don't, fine but, and I didn't remember that. But, but it's in well, it's is it interesting? It's interesting because when we when it started, we were like, What the hell is this? Because we have seen mm. the trailers and stuff and we were just like, How will we chair? Who are these people? As mm-hmm. Karen said, they don't come back into play. Mm-hmm. But it was just kinda daunting. Okay, I'm gonna take a torch and I'm gonna speed through the beginning. Yes. So with all these hikers, they're going into a restricted section. They are a photography area. club or something like that. Yeah. Or a hikers club. Yeah, and something. They're a bunch of youths. <laughs> um going to this restricted forest and they find a dead body. We meet a cop who we now see has very interesting methods of getting what he wants. Mm. And him and his team go to the body. He sees uh business, business card, card. Yeah. that has the almost titular uh club on it. Yeah. And he seems to know who the person is. It it looks like they have some idea of who she is because mm-hmm. even um one of them what you call those co-workers mm-hmm. seemed a little upset at the sight of whoever this person was. Exactly. So we see that and then we go back six months, three months? Three. Six. Three. Three. Yeah. Remember, I remember three months. months. Three. Yeah. Uh, before the incident. And basically, I'm, again, you know me, I'm speeding through. Basically, we meet everybody from the three months ago. Mm-hmm. So we meet the hostesses. We figure out a little bit of the dynamics 
of the hostesses and we also see that a lot of a lot of the cops and even these three months later a lot of the cops like business is some sort of drug deal that keeps happening mm. in mm-hmm. wherever their jurisdiction is mm-hmm. right so let's talk about the hostesses yeah some people are getting nicknames straight up no i mean i wouldn't even try i think we know about three people no, we don't know anything we don't know anything we don't know anything we're making it up as we go along they so we have six hostesses such a weird thing to say yeah uh I remember two because they have English names. Uh, so you have Sue. Oh, yeah. Who has apparently inherited the place from somebody. It, it's very much implied that she's not the OG yeah. owner of the place. Yeah. So you have Sue. And then you have her, what I'd call her bestie, her right-hand woman. I mean. Uh, Rose, right? Mm-hmm. And then you have the nickname we're going to give her is Relic. She seems, she, wow. <laughs> and the only thing we say relic is because like she acts like one. Yeah. Right. And she likes to make it known. Yeah. To be very, very honest, when I saw her, I was like, oh, that's a pretty woman. But then she just acts yes. in this ugly way. I'm like, yeah, it's not your age. It's your attitude. It is. And it's aging you. Yes. So by relic and relic, and the reason I call her relic too is because she implies that she's been working there before Sue owned the place. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She even says that. Right. Uh, then we have Hannah, which I think is the actual name. Yeah, I think is the name. Uh, that, who that is, is somewhat like the drama-free airhead, but also best friends with Rose. Yes, I, we we are pretty sure Hannah knows some things. Which enough or no? No. Every time somebody's arguing or some like something's going up, Hannah's just like, "Can I leave first? Because this is not my business." I mean, don't get me involved. Not my circles. Not, not my, my monkeys. monkeys. Right. Uh, then we have. Aiki, who's just like, sweet girl. Yeah, she's doing she her own thing. Do her work. Just doing her own thing. And the last person is Yuri. That's so, her name? Yes, I know. Right? So we know more people. So we but know, don't pe- know Relic. Yeah, Relic name alone. We don't I know. feel like I should know her name, but like, it's not coming to me. It, nah. It's not coming to me at all. Right? So we know, those are the six, they are the sixty people? Did yeah. you miss six people? Yaya is, would make how much? Oh, so, no. Yaya, so Yaya is... I guess she's a business manager of the place because she works behind the bar, but she also does the books. A lot of the books for the yeah, place. Yeah. And then you have the homeboy name, but he's like, uh, he's he's the only male that works there. Yeah, what do you call those people that bartender? Yeah, there we go. He's a bartender <laughs> and a bouncer in one. <laughs> because whenever there's a scuffle, like he's literally the only man in there. There's I mean, no bodyguards, none. Yeah. Right. So we meet them. One of the one of the first things we find out is that there is this young, supposedly college boy, that's absolutely in love with Sue. And he makes it difficult. He's Not like, he, just for Sue. For everybody. He is just, like, he's convinced that she's just not giving them a chance. Like, he can't wrap his head around the fact that she just don't like him. Right? And even at the beginning, we see Rose kind of come to her aid and be like, brother, you can't even afford the food in here. Dog. So, like... I have to come and get her for you to let her go. Like, fuck off, right? So, Rose Rose is someone we're always cheering for, for the most part. Yes. And then Rose is in a relationship with a screenwriter, who in the first episode, she cannot fucking reach. All she's trying to do is check on the man, and he will not answer the goddamn phone. I mean... But he's a, he was apparently on deadline. Which is fine, but like like he said, she update said, me. And then that she said it, she said, I gave you space to do what you need to do. I'm just checking if you're alive, my G. Yeah. At this point, no, I'm worried. Like, I'm just... 
I'm just checking your life, right? So Rose has this very. She's been dating for a while, apparently. According to everybody else. We don't According know what to that Hannah, because well, she says to Hannah, "I don't even know where he lives." She's like, "The fuck." How, she's like, and to be honest, mm-hmm. if you're dating for three months and don't know the person lives, not even to be invited out of her. Mm-hmm. If them not say, "My live on X road," if you don't even yeah, know that, give me the address. After, give me the after a few months of living to, with each other, something wrong. Which corner store near you? And them are big people, so mm-hmm. my must know where you live. Cause I should have been invited. Yeah, she's like, just give me the give me give me the block. Which is why when it must, when I know I said who, but when it was telling that person that oh, I did really love her, I was just like. She had to follow you to find out where you live at one point, dog. Mm-hmm. Man, I think you did love her. You couldn't even carry her to your house. Anyways. Talking about Rose, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. You couldn't even tell her, tell Rose no, I where... I thought you were to keep her a secret. I said, no, we're talking about Rose business. Yeah, yeah, not Rose, Rose not Rose. Mm. The person that he was saying to uh, 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 that he uh, did yeah. love Rose. So we found all that. And like I said, there, there is a... There's a drug problem going on mm. in the place. Mm-hmm. And that is what the police seem to be really focused on. Focused on. Yeah. Right? So at one point, some thugs come to the place drunk and they want Relic. Apparently, she owes a lot of money. She did sign two ex- promissory notes and one expired. And I was like, yeah. So Dog. they're here for her. But Sue obviously knows the head honcho. Somebody. She mentioned some names. And, and, she's like, uh, and she says something along the lines of, you know, his new tactic, his harmony, blah, blah, blah. Like, very coded threat yeah. kind of a thing. So, like, soon or some fucking people. Yeah. Right? And you kind of coded threatening her back, too. I mean, yeah, they're just like, be careful in the alleyway. And I'm like, <laughs> rapists. Okay. I mean. So, that happened. And at one point... We find okay. We find a few things. We find a relic, owes a lot of money, mm-hmm. gambles a lot. She plays lots of a lot. Yeah, right. I mean, a lot. She and could just also, be saving a lot of money, but I digress. Yeah, and also because she's so pushy, like because because she's so pushy, and because they obviously make money based on commission, like they get a pay, but they obviously make money based on commission. So mm-hmm. it looks like they get commission based. On whether or not their clients buy bosses, bosses, yeah, bosses of liquor. The, the boss would have to be under their name. Yeah. 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 It has to be explicitly like, okay, this boss was recommended to me or sold to me by this person. Right. Or this person comes and says, X, my client at X table wants X bottles and they just yeah. write down the name beside it or something. Yeah. So, and because she's on the older side, but she, also because she's damn pushy. Also, and irresponsible. Pushy, irresponsible, and then like acts like a child. Which is interesting because you claim to be the oldest person there. Right? She's always saying like like snide remarks. She's mm-hmm. always like stepping in on other people's clients, even though like Or like that like I think it was in the second episode. Mm-hmm. Or that scene where she's clearly trying to check the lot of numbers instead of doing yeah, her so job. She made her client wait to so, go check the lot of numbers. So when she comes back, Aiki being the girl that just wants to do her job goes and sits with the client because the client he it was when you when we go back to that client it's just him and Aiki there's nobody else there mm-hmm. which means that she left him alone for mm-hmm. probably ten minutes which it don't matter how long it is obviously yeah. in that line of work don't do that exactly and then one come push herself in between I'm like girl girl the mm-hmm. time you did that do that. You could have been the one to get the, the, the what you call it? Whatever bottle of whatever kind of liquor mm. him did buy. Would have been under your name. Yeah, because Sue ends up getting it. And she ends up saying, I'll split the money between you two. 
Number yes. two. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Okay, we're gonna go back and forth, obviously, because this is a recap, right? And we're not gonna recap just two episodes. Yeah, we're not gonna recap per by episode. We're gonna recap by memory. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. <laughs> um so Rose and screenwriter guy, he and the are like, shut up, don't love you. Like, I don't know what you don't understand about that. And of course, she's like heartbroken. Yeah. We find out when she goes home that she has a son. Yeah. And that where that boy come from. And you can tell it's not with screenwriter more because Big that boy, boy there in a high school, or at least what we would call high yeah. school, 16 at at most. He is 16, probably going on 17. I mean. Right? Uh, so she has a son who came out from camping. We don't know. He says his friends and kind of just left like that. And I was like, okay, interesting. I mean. And we also find out that Sue is the godmother of mm. the child, right? So they are close. And also, they must know each other for about 20 years. Yeah. And we can even imply that Rose... Remember imply? I don't know if it was said, but we can even imply that Rose also manages the club. Yeah. Yeah, the way she's very she, much second in command. The way how she talks to people and, like, deal with people. Not that she talks to them in a, in a bad way, but it's yeah. like, she has a very authoritative she's like, air about I think she even her. says to Relic, she's like, I'm in charge. Yes, yeah, yes, there's a scene. Like, I'm in charge. Yeah, there's a scene where she yeah, says that's that. that's early. Yeah. Right? So, Sue... Sue, yeah. Sue comes to comfort her mm. and basically, but like, she's very comfortable and like, she's actually like, very heartbroken. Yeah, yeah. Right? And at one point, we find out that he owes her money. Screenwriter yeah. owes Rose money. Mm-hmm, right? Because mm-hmm. she obviously helped him with his career. Because he's like a big, big screenwriter. Like, I mean, his dramas the, are like, hits. Yeah, the, what do you call that man? Whatever that man is to him, like, whatever that man is in the company is probably him boss, but I don't know. I don't know what you call him. Mm-hmm. He was like, smiling when he seems like, oh, you're yeah, on he's just time. Like, you are our number one guy. Sort of a thing, I right? I mean. Uh, but obviously, that's no longer her problem because in life. Yeah. Um, so, at one point, Rose is going home one night. Because she locked up the place. I think it's the same. I, I don't know why, but I feel like it's the same night, if that's mm. what you're talking about. I mean, I wouldn't know. So Rose is going home, and some guys start following her. And I think she, the same man and one no, extra The same de- two yes. guys and one extra person. Yeah, definitely. And she go, like she turns into this like hallway, doorway thing. And like she's asking, is anybody here? Is anybody here? It looks like it's another club, too. The If the name the sign is mm. the same place like if it's for the same place it looked mm. like it could have been a club or something mm. like that so and then but then a patrol car comes drops oh off the, we're gonna call it main detective drops off the main detective and of course the guy sees and then walk off and whatever but then when he comes it looks like he was going wherever she was though which is interesting because like Which's i said it looked like a club but my thing it's just like a business district so i don't even know where i'm yeah. going right so he is about to go there and she started knocking the shit out of him with her bag because she thinks he's one of the guys trying to attack her. And as she should. And her purse falls out, right? So he ends up picking up her purse. Whatever. Um, She ends up getting back her purse. This is, like I said, we're going by memory. Oh, I want to say this quick. Just I just remember this. The per, that whole purse scene, it just clicked to me mm. that that could be why she... Like reacted and was talking to people how she was talking to them, cause remember we find out that she's been to jail before, mm. and I was just like, it just it just clicked me. I was ah. like, that's why she's so antsy in this police in, in, the, in police the police station. station. Yeah. So he ends up calling her, 
because you know it's not our last item whatever and she's explaining she explains like why i hate you whatever and at one point he's just like staring at her what would it be intensely no like an id oh, I mean, oh yes like, her id yeah. her idea right and she ends up coming out of it. So he's just like, see, saying I got apologize. She's like, why would I do that? You were being but creepy. But then she said, she basically, he asks her to offer him drinks at her place. I mean. And she said, she said, yeah, basically. Right. Uh, but next time they meet is when the police are raiding the place because they find out that drug deal is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, there's a whole, that drug thing. Even we were saying that's guy too many at the beginning. Ah, oh, yeah. Who's the guy that died? I think that's past. him. No? I think that's him. But was that in the past? The death the, the was drug, in the past? The drug guy is from the present, you know? Because he was questioning before Girl, the body gets found. I'm going to tell you something. Oh, Jesus. Me don't know what is in the past. I don't know what is in the future. May I tell you, in the present, I'm I tell you right here and now. Because I did get so confounded. Because I was thinking that him talking to the, so interrogating who? the guy... Mm-hmm was in the past so him dying is in the present in there in that present time remember you know it's right before they go to find the body so that is present and i don't know and, okay oh yeah you're right you're right you're right, you're right. <laughs> like, so then who know. no for real i don't know so then i don't know who dies yeah i don't know and i don't know if he's supposed to be the same informant back then either could be it could have been an in- oh yeah he did mention it. it could be the informant then that made more sense and the only reason I don't think it's him either is because I let her question the guy for the first time in the present. So I don't know if it's him. No, that's what I'm saying. I don't think he... I'm saying that the druggie and him are two different people. The informant and yeah. him are two different people. Yeah, cool. Yeah. See, we're all on the same page. Mm. I mean... <laughs> mm. <laughs> so, okay. So a few things happen. I think it's best to figure this out based on what's happening in the lives of the hostesses. Mm-hmm. So we find out that Sue Lykoff, screenwriter. And I mean, Lykoff probably Did knows it. him from a long time yes. ago. Because he says, I knew her real name before I knew Sue, the mm-hmm. Monica. And then he says, I know I knew Sue before Funny I knew Rose. Rose. And I said, Maji, Maji, a long time you knew him. Yeah. Not only that, because my, my thing... <laughs> I still want to know how long though. Because it feel like a long time. I went yeah. I accidentally, not even accidentally, like <laughs> incidentally, saw the trailer and like she was showing for years. Yeah. Because I was even saying it's two things or maybe not mm-hmm. two, but it's like a couple, it's a few things. He, let's say him did know her because you said something about like a, it looked like a college library. Mm-hmm. And let's say that is, that them know each other from college. I wonder if him did know from sometime in their college life that she liked that sue liked him and for whatever reason didn't or couldn't give her the time of day um and depending on how long and well then again if my we call that if my guess is correct and they know each other for upwards of 20 years sue and and Mm. rose because Mm. the boy was calling sue godmother Mm. Then they probably know each other from college as well. Mm. So it's like I was thinking him get with Rose instead mm. of Sue, but him did know so Sue did like him. So then him just like what? Let me tell you, I was thinking that Sue was liking him from afar and never actually met him yet. Mm-hmm. Yes, he did. Right. Say that. So he probably actually met her close to when he met Rose, but he still meet her first. Mm-hmm. Right. That's what I was thinking. Yes, but 
the reason they have this conversation is because she he's trying to give back the money that him owe Rose, even though he implies that he have to borrow money from Sue to pay back Rose. Anyways, um, and they end up having sex in the bar, and we know that because the bartender guy ends up finding her earring behind the bar. Yes. Right. And every and the thing is, he doesn't know the relation between anybody. So he's like, oh, I found the earring. It was behind the bar after, after you spoke to him that night. And, and so everybody. Like, the I remember person, you closed up and I'm like, oh. said the only person who never did in there was Rose because yes. everybody and their mother look on It seems that like she ends up going me? through like a depress- depressive episode because she misses work for a, a couple, couple of, of days. scenes, yeah. Yeah, yeah because at one, pers- at one point somebody says to her, you've been gone for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like, you've yeah. been gone for a while, right? So we know that there's something between them because they even... She goes to give him back the money because Rose says she don't want the money. Which I think is so stupid. I'm not, I'm Which not afraid to Which is interesting because they end up using money at that other place. Right. So when she gets the money, she's like, I don't want it. Um, I don't want it from him. Like, like I want, I want to go to hell. Like I want, like I want to make him life miserable. But then they end up going to a male host. I suppose a male host. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say a male escort bar, but like, yeah. Yeah. Um, which is apparent, which is obviously a lot raunchier than theirs because theirs, they just kind of entertain the men like they just talk to yeah. them like about them lives and then like get out a bottle of wine to them. them. in that club were taking off them clothes. They were taking off their clothes. There's lots of um, sexual activity and you can imply there was drugs. Like they, they seem to be yeah. a little bit of a free-for-all, right? And, and that's why I'm confused. Like, didn't you end up using his money? But anyways. Girl, me too. So she give, um, so Sue goes to give him back the money. Which man I think she had that either. And they end up holding hands. And I'm like, girl, you're you're her son's godmother. You're your friend. best friend. She's protecting you against that crazy guy that like y'all and that doesn't know how to no financial. Like I feel, and that's why I think I, I'm, or rather, I'm hoping that she didn't know him before because I'm just like you. Well, you, you you're telling me you couldn't point your best friend and say, "I like the guy," and that's and, and that's, then avoid him. Both of you could have avoided collectively yeah. avoided him. Yeah. And that is why I'm saying part of me feel like he's a sleazeball because... Mm. So, so right? He has a very... You said it and I cannot forget of it. boy face, right? I cannot forget it. And I said to myself, why are these women throwing themselves on this man? The man, give me James Franco vibes, which if you ever really say James Franco is just like, James Franco looks like a sleazeball. Yeah. Anyways, yes. It's not so, the first time you said that. No. No, it's not. So yeah, so that happens. Uh, if we're gonna go to Rose, so Rose has a son. It's a hard relationship with her family. Oh yes. They 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 really communicate in snide remarks I and mean, clapbacks. Uh, yeah. But we find that her brother is working in the U.S. in a tech startup. The other sister, I really don't think she's don't a know, sister. I don't know what she is. The I way don't know she speaks is as if she's not related to them. But then it it also makes sense if you consider the fact that the brother they're not the U.S. and then. And no, forget there. The brother's in the US from what it looks like, and he only came back, only came back because he had a business trip. Because mm. the sister was the one that said it, the other girl. Gonna call her sister I for now. She's the one that says it because she's just like, You were on a business trip. And it's like, Yeah, two birds, one stone, what? Yeah, because they're on their the dad's birthday. Right, yeah. right. And then Rose is just like, did not bring her son at all, which mm. you could visibly see the disappointment on the father's face because mm. him, I think he really wants to have a relationship. Wants to have a relationship with him, with him, grandchild. But based on how them talk, I wouldn't be my son there either. No, no, definitely. Wouldn't be my son there. Definitely. Yeah. So, and then the mother, who I also don't, not sure if it's the mother, but yeah. So I mean, she has two siblings. 
uh, obviously the other sister takes care of the parents. Mm -hmm. And at one point she's talking to Rose and she says his retirement fund is almost done. And can you send some money? Right. And she was saying, well, when they kicked me out, no one ever that take care of me. So I don't understand why I must give money. And then she says, I would have given you the money if you didn't bring mom into this or something like that. At one point she said something like that. And I was just like, can't say that again. You read the money. Yeah, I was just like, what? Right. And then we find out some guy came to visit the house. Ah, yes. That we think might be like an ex-husband or the baby, father. Just a baby father. Or the, just a baby, yeah. Just a baby father. And he, and I get, they oh, don't the, say if he, they don't say if he does anything. Yeah. They just say he visited. But the sister is visibly upset because she's just like, like, get money from him. Yeah, he owes you a lot of money. And you even went to jail from him. And, and then we're like, yeah. oh, you went to jail? You are jailed, bro? Because she okay. was even, the sister was even saying like, him did come and he was decked out in name brands. Or something like yeah. And I was like, okay, so him have money. Cool. Like, lots of money. Or at least he's pretending and if, lots of money. Well, and if he is close enough to the family to be visiting, and let's say he does have lots of money, him couldn't just say, Pops, here's a, here's a stack. Here's two stacks. You know what I mean? I mean, but then she says, Rose says, um, what about Broski? And she's like, Broski's going to get laid off. I'm like, why does she know? And, is no, she, and is she Rose calling was it? surprised. Here's my thing, right? I'm just like, is the sister calling it down on him? Or like, do, do they talk a little bit more often and she just knows he's going to get laid off? But the way she says it's like, she didn't know. And him <laughs> probably secretly tell her, and because, you know, we as a siblings aren't going to let mom and dad know mm. Saray. Chief knew that she could but have she said... Sounds big. She's just like me and laid off. So I'm just like, are you trying to manifest it for you? No, for Will real. You... She's on becks. So, like we said, Relic owes a lot of money, gambling a lot, but it seems like she owes a lot of money. Yeah. Right? Because like we say, it's not no... It's not no... Like a bank employee come here. This was... She was she could have get killed for the money where she owe. Yeah. Kind of And money. when... I think Sue says it to her. Sue says like, Broski, you have to leave. Yes, Sue Like, was... you're... you're con- and she's just like, I'm in a lot of debt. I have no skills. And if you make me leave this job, it is equivalent to me going out there and dying. I'm like, you are a lot of fucking money. Yeah, it's like... Not only that, you have a lot of fucking money to a lot of fucking bad people. Yeah. Because if you say, I don't have this job, I'm going to die. Like, I'm going to go outside and just drop down. And I'm like, girl, what are you hanging with? Who are you with? No, for real. Because just like, okay, let's say... Well, let's say you didn't have this job. If you had a different job, especially a job that's seen as a little more, what's what I'm looking for, legitimate, mm. they would have fired you. If Which somebody came to your work mm. and basically was certain, even if they never come to you, somebody came mm. to your work and somebody else had to deal with this person on behalf of you because they were threatening your life because you owe them money. No, no they're threatening an establishment. They're threatening an establishment, yes, because you owe them money. You would have been fired. Mm. I was, I was saying what's interesting too is that for the most part, nobody really looks down on this line of work. Yeah. Because Rose's son knows what she does. It, yeah, you get the impression that he's just like... And he knows exactly what she does. But like I said, they don't necessarily do anything sexual in nature or suggestive. Because like, there's one part where a guy touches Hannah's leg. He's like, oh my gosh, you have such gentle hands. And yeah, she just pries his him, hand off of her. Take up his hand off her and say, you have such gentle so, hands and put it away. Yeah, right? So at least, I don't know if that's why it's more respectable or what, but... It seems that no one really looks down on it, yeah. right? Uh, then we have Aiki. Aiki, for the most part, Aiki's like employee of the month, right? She seems to be a star employee because when Sue says, 
I'm going to split the money between you two since both of you are serving him. They get into this argument, and I he's like, "Here, well, I know I can make by that money, so, so just you give, keep it, give yeah. it to her. Since she, um, since she's in so much debt, give it to her." God um, knows what she do with the money because she's still in the debt. Anyways. Exactly. But Aiki knows college student guy. For some Mr. reason. Mr. Pushy, let's call him that. Mr. She Pushy. knows Mr. Pushy. So when she, want, he comes to the club at one point and she's just like, brother, fuck off now, man. Oh, yeah. You can't just come in here. It's for customers. Because one one running thing is that this boy on the money. You want to come with $3. I call it $3 because I no, just. No, think I'm more than that, but. I just can't appreciate how him... T- like, it's like him coming there and thinks that because he have some money right now, mm-hmm. him can get her. But I don't think he realized that... The money's not the, the point. The money's not the point. Because, you, first of all, you've come to an establishment where you need to have money. But the money's not the mm-hmm. point. I just don't like you. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about something that she was saying about age difference. And I'm like, she might use that as an, as an excuse. Mm-hmm. But she just don't like you. Yeah, so she seems to know him. I don't know if she likes him. Or she just pities him, like, a lot. Because she ends up being the one, like, mothering him as he drinks himself into a stupor because so oh, not paying him, any, yeah. paying him any, any mind. Mm. She goes back to her customers. Right? So, Aiki is, like, the most ambiguous of the hostesses. So far. So, Yuri, when we, when we, we are collectively, mm-hmm. Kimi, myself, Rose, and Sue, oh my went gosh. to the gentleman's club, <laughs> to the men's club, uh, we see Yuri there. So apparently Yuri's been staying above the club. W- was that what it is? Or somebody's putting her up somewhere. She's staying somewhere that one of them have to put her up for. Uh, and she hasn't paid any. Some, uh, some. Yes. Right? She's, and she's asking for an advance. Yeah. And they were just like, Goody, we've been doing this for months on end. You're having this shit together. Yeah. You're having this shit together. Right? Like, this now work. So they see her there. And she's flirting with the bartender. And they're just like, Please don't tell me this is she's wasting her money on. That's why she's not her money for That's none. basically how them say it. Because it's just like, this... And I think the worst part is for them mm-hmm. is the fact that this bar is essentially the same thing that they do. Mm-hmm. Yes, there's there's more things implied in the service, mm-hmm. but there's still an escort, quote-unquote escort bar. Mm-hmm. It's just that they deal with... Or men, mm-hmm. men are the products instead of women. Mm-hmm. And not only that, they're, they're selling you an experience and they're just like... Like, does she not pick up the fact that even the you being in here, they're supposed to make you feel good? Even the, the, sometimes down to even the bartender, right? So they're like, they're a little bit more, they're slightly concerned because they're just like, girl, we're in the same. How are you not picking up and what even, they're putting down? There's even another part where in the like later down in the close to the mm. end of the la- the second episode where Sue essentially says that to her. Yeah, like, she's like, it's fake. You know some that, things, right? Some things are fake. You need to make sure you know what's fake and what's not. And she, mm. my girl said, how do you know? And I was like, oh, oh that, Whatever she's trying to run from in life, like, this is her preferred way of escaping it, obviously. That and drugs. Yes. So when the police come and uh, search the place, raid the place, essentially, uh, Yuri goes into the bathroom and she Flushes. gets rid of the drugs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I won't say exactly I won't tell you I how she do it because it's disgusting. How she gave you the bag. I'm just like, Yuri, go just smart. So she was in the bathroom, locked herself in there and flushes the drugs, right? And detective guy says there was a tip off that a drug deal was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, well, I mean, it's obviously a sufficient enough tip that he had a warrant. Yeah. Right? Uh, ends up not happening. Him get cussed out, but you can kind of tell them to that he thinks that it was legitimate though. Yeah. Like there's something illegitimate enough, 
because first of all, if you convince your captain to sign a warrant for you, I it mean, must have been legitimate. My thing is, go covert first because he, I don't get the impression that he's ever been in that club before mm-hmm. anyway. I thought when I saw him, I thought he was coming for the drink to scope out the place. He's coming for yeah. the drink that Rose offered him and then we're going to scope out the place. Yeah, no, scope out the place. Man scope man out the place. Wait. Look and see if anything that look mm-hmm. red, like look drug dealish was going on. The good thing about the club though, and Sue manages to, you know, like pacify the situation. I mean, uh, the good thing about the club is that most of them are Japanese businessmen. Yeah. So I guess that works out. It looked like all of... Well, no, because that guy that works at the station, TV station that mm-hmm. the screenwriter work at was there too. Yeah, so we know that Yuri is doing something with drugs and a good amount of whatever she's doing is also at the men's club. Yeah. Right? And also it's the same bag that we saw at the beginning yes. of the first episode. So I don't know if it's supposed to be related. Like we said, like I don't know who the informant is supposed to be now. Yeah. But it, then, I also, mm-hmm. oh, uh, quickly, I also wondered if the bartender at the men's club, mm-hmm. or should say ladies' club, whatever, um, is part of that drug deal too. Because like you said, like you said, you kind of get the the implication that at this club, a lot more stuff is going on, mm-hmm. even possibly drugs. And it's like, is he putting her up to this? Because we don't know how long she started. Mm-hmm. This is the first time we ever see her specifically with drugs. Mm-hmm. I don't know how long they know each other, I don't know how long they start mm-hmm. and all of that. So it made me wonder, like, is that also connected? But I don't even know because he's obviously the bartender. He's obviously, like, just there to work. He doesn't even seem to know that people, the people, like, yeah, dating and whatever. Paying attention to some of those things. Yeah, so that's her. And then Hannah, Hannah just doing her job. Hannah does her job and goes home. Hannah's just like, yes, yeah, so I can leave first. Home. Every time Hannah opens her mouth, uh, there's a smile on my face. My girl here, so I'll take it on a start. She had changed. She's like, like, can I excuse me, I need, can, I, can I go first? This is not my business. Yeah. Right? And near the end, we find out that college boy has been following Sue around. And he's now essentially blackmailing her. I don't or even know. Something. I don't even know. Right? Blackmailing her-ish. Uh, because, obviously, he, he saw... Them having sex together on the bar, he, her and screenwriter. He watched the saw entire thing according it to It looks him. like he did. He said, "Oh, I watched. I saw everything." I was like, "Did you mean? Do you mean everything? Because that's gross." Yeah, even for you, sir. Uh, watched them at the place. There was something else, no? There was. Well, no, we can assume because I was saying I don't mm. like these. Um, what you call that? These camera angles where it looked like somebody's watching mm-hmm. you versus the thing is happening. Mm-hmm. And it happened for her specifically, it happened three times. It was once when he was at the bar, mm-hmm. when she was leaving her house mm-hmm. to go to look for him, to go to look for a screenwriter guy at mm-hmm. the restaurant, and then another time at the restaurant. But they don't show it. When he's mm-hmm. talking, they don't show that second part. Mm-hmm. Okay. And this is where we're going like, to wrap this up. The last thing I just remembered, it's so small. But we did both make a note of it. So there's a coroner or a medical examiner or somebody who's supposed to come to the scene where the body is. Mister. And he has not uh, reached. So, no. So the there's this there's this woman that works like one of the co-workers mm-hmm. and she said, I had called Mr. Cole before she even came to them and told him about the body. Right, because she was and looking for the guy. And then he asked her, detective asked her again, uh, like where is he? And she said, Well, when he said he was wrapping up and like on his way, that was 30 minutes ago. Because all the police even reached there before he did, even though he said he was on his way there. 
So it's kind of weird because like he's supposed to be there, but like I don't can't see my face. What Nothing. if mm. it's more than just one person dead? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's that's. Well, that's what we said to each other. Yeah, that we're saying no into the phones. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. What if what more? What I'm wondering if, if mm. probably both besties died. Mm-hmm. Oh, because the body would have. So I was watching. We watching the trailer. Mm-hmm. And it looks like all women there, all all of the hostesses have to wear red heels, and it's the same red heels. So oh. you're right. It could be related. I didn't. I all know me can't see them shoes. I'll. No. Or I was thinking, I don't know if somebody, because remember there's these big hunters, you know, because I think Sue mentions like two names to those, to the men that to came. the men, to the drunk men. And I'm just like, is somebody paying off Dr. Cole to not come quickly so there they can tamper? Because remember, you know, we saw this random shovel just come into, yes. into frame. Oh my gosh, I find this shit out of me because it's like, we dug up the body already. It's up, it's here. And I'm wondering, is somebody paying him off? To not go there so somebody can tamper with the evidence. Many things. Who is Dr. Cole? Will we find out? Find out next week when we do episode three and four. I mean. <laughs> Wrapped up. Yeah. Wrapped up. But yes, um, I'm enjoying it. Yeah. I am enjoying it. It, it has more elements than I thought. So I was just like, wait, what? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Because I wasn't, I wasn't expecting the entire drug thing, which obviously plays more a part because, I mean, you at know, one point the detective goes to a funeral not in a funeral to, like I'm awake like some, somebody holds while they're in morning and he's like he's looking at the wife and he's just like I think I don't and like he, he's obviously the type to try and fish information out of people with lies I mm. will say that though but he's just like I'm well known for opening your husband's body because I think he had any drugs in there and, the and takes up my chair to, to know blood in the body and then she says whatever, whatever. I'm like sir you have to find new tactics my G you mm. want to, don't get me wrong these are effective so i see why you stick with them some of them are less ethical than others though yeah but like effective is, is important according to him probably <laughs> yeah probably but yes that that is the first the two, two episodes. episodes those are that is those are the that first. is this is us talking about the first two episodes for real there yeah yeah that makes English. sense cool yeah cool um like I said, we like it so far. It's only eight episodes, so I'm very curious how it goes. Yes. Can I tell you? A secret thing screenwriter is a killer. Anyways. Girl, him look... Him look like a fucking murderer. Yeah. Him look... And that's why I said, I'm wondering if he's the bestest. Because remember that scene where the besties are just like, oh, we, we've been through so much, we can't die. And we're just like, wow, look at the yeah, foreshadowing. Yeah. And she said, and, and then Sue like, said, if somebody has to die, we can't die first. And I was like, and that's not like, one of the dead. That's not like one of or both on the dead. And yeah. If we are to continue with our line of thinking and how we feel about screenwriter being a murderer, mm-hmm. he may have killed them both for whatever or reason. Or if we, how we think about Dr. Cole, the other dead person is just, the, like one of them mm. is in the forest and the other one is somewhere else. Yeah, 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 yeah. definitely. I think he prob- I, it could still be that the other person is somewhere else for whatever reason. Yeah. But we've wrapped up like twice already, so we're gonna yeah. we're gonna so leave thank you, you guys now. So thank you for listening. Yeah, thanks. And we will see you, hear you, speak to you in the next one. Bye. Bye.